again. Yes. You could combine two species into one animal, but like pass on its physical and uh, emotional characteristics, what would it be? Okay, so I'm going to put together a penguin and a koala. (laughs) Okay, okay. Okay, so I want it to have like the head of the penguin because I want it to have a little beak. So cute. Um, But like have those ears that the koalas have. Okay, so it's a penguin with ears. (laughs) Little round ears. And then... It can still have its little wings, but I want, like, the tips of the wings to have those little, like, claw hands that they have. <laughs> that sounds a little scary. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I kind of want it to have, like, the goofiness of okay. a penguin because they're, like, clumsy and shit, but still have, like, the slowness of the koala. <laughs> I love it. Because it'll still eat eucalyptus. I want it to eat eucalyptus and fish. <laughs> okay, so what are its, what's its body like, though? You got koala fur. Ooh, that anyway? is a great question. See, I, I need. I want it to whole walk. Because I, I, to... <laughs> I want it to walk around like a penguin, like waddling okay. around. Okay. So I still want it to have that. Um, I mean, so it's a waddling penguin with regular arms. Because, dude, you can't have flat wings going into a creepy koala. <laughs> But I like a total penguin with like creepy. All right, all right. So it can it can have like the arms. It's fine. Okay. Um. No, I would still want it to have like the penguin fur, but I want it to have like the little ears. Okay. And the the arms. Casey needs to draw this. (laughs) I will. I'll try. Please do. I'll try. I'll try. I'll try. Liz, what about you? What's your answer? Shit. Uh, all right. You were supposed to be thinking. <laughs> a peacock and a stingray. What the Ooh. fuck are you going to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> it's completely different environments that those live in. I don't know why peacock came. Well, it's probably because of this freaking painting I have, like, right here. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so describe it. Describe it to us. Wait, does Gus have his answer? Wait, I, I think, think I so. might have somewhat of my answer. Okay. Fully formulating it. If I had to think about it, like I would probably do something like a like a horse's undertone, like under half, and then something of a sea. For the top, so I could be able to survive on the boat. Oh, Ooh. okay, interesting. Give it to you. I'll give it back. Okay, I like okay. how Gus and I both went for one land creature and one sea creature. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> His voice makes sense. I'm very curious about you. Feathers and scales. Right? The fuck are you gonna do with that? All right, so totally a stingray. Okay. Body. I mean, that's Liz's animal, so. But with <laughs> peacock feathers. Okay. Like, instead of its like skin, have the feathers on top. I think the feathers, yeah, would be on top of like normal whatever that you know the white whatever that is would be on the bottom and then it would still have the tail 
and uh-huh. the legs would be like one of those that are like pinned up so that like when it came on land it could it just drop them and be like <laughs> like flamingo legs like bird legs yeah because yeah. i don't really th- i don't think peacocks swim i don't think their feathers are made to swim no definitely not but like but like you would just have to combine the genes of like the sea yep. skin and the peacock feathers yeah yep. no that's totally possible i've seen the movie splice <laughs> <laughs> um, that's totally a thing this is fantastic I don't know about like, the head or anything like I don't know if I would like put that peacock head at like the end of like the little triangle you know that sounds terrifying right yeah. well, I would just like it should just have its little stingray face little, yeah. if we lived in a cartoon world don't get me wrong I'd be all about that yeah. but like you have to like really think about these things like existing in the real world and how yeah, kind of fucking mean, terrifying some of this shit would be it would be absolutely <laughs> terrifying but hey flying fish exists so why not yeah no <laughs> i like this this is good what would you do katie um <laughs> okay let me tell you i'm gonna combine <laughs> uh a saint bernard dog Oh, and a giraffe. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> so it's going to be a giraffe, but it's St. Bernard's size, but like giraffe proportions. So if you think about it, the giraffe is going to be fucking making eye contact with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be domesticated like a dog, and it's going to have St. Bernard textured fur, but the patterns on it are going to be uh, like giraffe patterns, and it's going to be like everything else like a giraffe but domesticated like a dog. And yeah. I don't know if you guys know this, but when drafts are mad, they, like, hit their head against yeah. the things that they're mad at. And I'm just imagining me, like, coming home from work to, like, a Dylan personality draft dog who's, like, curled up with its long-ass neck on my couch. And I'm like, no, you can't have any of the treats. And it just starts hitting me <laughs> with its head. And there's something about that that I find really charming and lovely. <laughs> and I just, I love that idea. I love it, Katie. Yeah. So I love it a lot. Oh, it's and amazing. this is our holiday episode. So this- <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Always the Last to Know. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed that hard sidebar. <laughs> Let us know what your animal would be. Yeah, tell us. Because I'm curious. I think it says a lot about a person. Bonus points if you draw a picture of it and send it to us. We'll post it. <laughs> we'll, we'll post it. Oh my god! If you draw me a picture of it, I'll Photoshop that animal. I'll draw its environment. If you draw me yes. a picture of the animal, I'll draw its environment and send it back to you. Yes. Oh my god. And we should post that on our Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Yes. So people do that because that'd be really funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So. What up, guys? Hey, I'm Ash. I'm Liz. I'm Katie. <laughs> Welcome back to another week. We're sorry that this took so long to get to you guys. Um, we've been gone through some questions about content and everything um and then also the holidays and things have just been really crazy for all of us um so without further ado you guys have jobs or kids yeah um, life but like a life or anything but um i have one of 
and it's a lot. Mm-hmm. We yeah. really only have Tuesday to do this. Yeah. Really. yeah. Honestly. Really. We, tr- we try to squeeze it in on other days to re-record and uh, it's it tough, doesn't guys. Work out. Work out. Monday, Katie's not podcast Katie. She's- yeah. <laughs> we found that out last week. <laughs> For all tired. of us. For all of us. Actually, speaking of which, um, Tuesday Katie right now needs to go make another drink before we record this. Okay. Uh, so ahead. hold on. Um, just going to leave it recording. Hold on. Yay! And see what happens. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so we're sorry about that. And here's our episode for this week. <laughs> but also, we're going to take a break for the holidays. So, yeah. Yeah. Just like <laughs> this- I should. I hope you guys are all taking a break. Even right. Of days, three days. Right. I get to go to Florida. I'm so excited. Oh, Yo. I'm Florida too. Wait, <laughs> when? Well, you know, it's like Panhandle, oh. but the 25th through the 29th, we're going down to see my parents. Oh. I mean, like, you should just like come drive to uh, hey, Naples. Uh, so the second through the fourth, I'm going to be in Naples with my parents. And then on the fourth, we're going to drive over to Boca and I leave on the sixth and we're going to be in Boca so I can see my nephew. Ooh. Yeah. Boca. Boca. And Naples. I'm super excited to go to Naples. We used to go there for Thanksgiving every single year when I was younger. Um, And then when everybody started to have to go to college, we kind of stopped that. And I really miss it. My dad was like, we could go to the Edgewater Beach Hotel, which is where we stayed every single year. He was like, it's changed and you should see it. (laughs) Like, okay. I was so excited. Okay. I'm glad that you ended with it so excited because honestly, if someone had... It's changed. Come see it. I, well, change. I don't want to see. <laughs> they did like so when we first started going there. I was like really little, um, and it was like always the same for a long time. And then they did like some renovations, and it was a little different, but we still loved it. And I'd love to see how they're thriving now. My dad said that there's two pools now. <laughs> oh shit! That's making it. Yeah. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, my God, is the dinky little arcade room in the basement? Like, you had to, like, (laughs) hold on. The way that this thing is set up is, like, a U-shaped building. And then the front lobby is here, and the rooms are, like, here. So you would go from the courtyard area where, like, the uh, restaurant and the pool was. And you go down uh, through this entryway into, like, a little parking garage area. And then when you cross that, there's like a door that you just open on the other side that looks like it probably goes to, you know, like an electrical room or something. And it just had like these really old school, like driving, racing games. There was like Simpsons bowling. And we'd spent so much time in there. It was like so dinky, but we loved it. (laughs) That sounds so dope. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's still there. (laughs) But I hope it's like modernized. Yeah. Me too. I hope it's like better now. I'm sure it is. I'm sure. <laughs> and there was like this like creepy stairwell with like a little like hideaway area in it. And we used to like, my cousins and I would like make up this like game and we would like hide in there and everything. We're definitely not supposed to be in there. 
what would you do if you woke up tomorrow in that hideaway and all of a sudden you're like seven years old? I would be so happy. And everything was a dream, Ashley. Uh, I'd be so happy and I would know what the fuck I did wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrifying. Oh, man. Can you imagine how annoying it would be being seven again? (laughs) And you're like, bitch, I'm fucking 28 years old. Right? Stop checking my hair to make sure I washed it. I know how to (laughs) brush my hair. I'm a hairstylist. God damn it. <laughs> oh, yes, oh my highlights better than you can shit on your toilet. Mom, your highlights are growing out a little bit. You should really redye those. What do you know, Ashley? <laughs> You're sick. <laughs> you should really oh get the ball. She'll be really ahead of the times, Mom. What do you know, Ashley? You're 12. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be really fucking annoying. I know oh how to try it. No, you don't. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm overdoing that joke. Anyway, <laughs> I got my drink now and I'm ready to talk. Yay. <laughs> Let's do it. The world's longest intro. Thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> yeah, guys. Hi. Maybe I'll put some of this at like the end for bloopers and like our holiday episode and whatever. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <it> <laughs> No, I think we're good. We can probably I'm just Katie. roll roll into this. I'm Liz. <laughs> Not I'm Ash. Uh, everything's perfect in podcast world when you can edit everything. <laughs> all of the intros. We should just keep all of this in. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm probably oh, going to because I really shouldn't be using my right hand that much and editing does Aww. not go well with <laughs> All right. Anyway, okay. so what are we talking about this week, Katie? This week, our topic is who will take over the world first, Disney, AT&T, or Comcast? Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. Wah, wah, wah. And at first I was like, I'm going to do this like a, like a wrestling, it's um, like cage fighting thing that they do. MMA? Yeah, MMA. I was going like, to like an MMA presenter. Like introducing this person in this corner Uh, (laughs) but i don't really know enough about mma (laughs) to do that (laughs) so um definitely do three people in a corner yeah they're not like in a corner but like in separate corners yeah okay and they could all just like fight each other yeah definitely cool that works yeah um but this is just so much information. So where did it start? Yeah, I'm gonna break this down and we're gonna kinda have like four little discussions. And I'm even gonna try and make like chapters okay. in the podcast for people if they wanna like skip through random shit. So if there are skippers out there who don't want to hear our bullshit, this is here's to one. you. <laughs> I'm gonna do that for you. Um, so the first chapter is introduction. The second chapter is introduction to each of our contestants here on world domination. Um, AT&T, Disney, and then I kind of had to include Comcast as like a, as, I don't want to say an honorable mention, 
because there's a while where I was like, shit, these guys are pretty fucking scary. But when I think about it, you know, I'll get to it later. Okay. (laughs) So we're going to start with AT&T because their history is pretty fucking fascinating. And this shit goes all the, oh, profanity. This goes all the way back to 18, like the late 1800s, straight up when Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone in 1876, then like patents it. Which, you know, pretty big invention. Um, he just then, a little big. Just a little bit big. You know, like, like... <laughs> it only controls our entire lives now. <laughs> Who has AT&T right now? I do. Thanks, I Mr. Bell. And U-verse. Um, have you guys ever heard that, like, fun fact? AT&T. That's, like, the creator of the phone didn't even have a telephone itself, which is, like, totally one of those fun facts that, like, existed in the corner of planners that schools, like, would provide for you to, like, make sure you yeah. wrote your homework in. Yeah. Um, Miss those days of the planners. And I, like, the impatient little shit that I was would go through and read all of them. And then there was, like, nothing exciting about each new week. (sighs) Katie. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So the telephone is made (laughs) by Alexander Bell. um, And he patents it. And there was, like, a whole rich history to the creation of the telephone. That's not what this episode is about. If you are interested in learning about that, I'm sure you can find it places. I'm positive of it because I found it places. And if I can do it, you can do it better. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. You can do it better. (laughs) You can do it better. I believe in you. This isn't a competition. Life isn't. uh, Katie believes in you. Uh, So the phone is made. I haven't even gotten past that. And like rapidly, this dude is like, making moves is the only way to put this by 1886 there's just an insane amount of employees and they are making rapid technological advances on the telephone um and when i kind of look back at the past i'm like if you think about it there was just a crazy amount of things happening in being invented inventatorially that's not a word but so many magical things are being invented so (laughs) rapidly that it's just astonishing at one point in time they tried they not only tried but successfully purchased a patent of something that thomas edison made like that's how successful. Why are you laughing at me, Liz? Are we sure Thomas Edison made it, or did he steal it from Nikola Tesla? Why am I just so funny right now? <laughs> Astonishing! <laughs> if you think about it, so many things were happening so rapidly. Like a fucking telephone. These people didn't even like. They like recently had discovered electricity. It's. And they were so astonished by all of this shit. And that's like what makes me so happy to think about. Like, oh, I'm gonna make a phone call from from right here to this person over there. And you have to like yell into the phone because like it totally comes out as whispers. And they're totally cool with it. And they're like fucking they so. Is that when this one was invented? Oh the rotary? 
Yeah, but like way, way before then. Oh my God. Is this the one where, uh, are we in the time where they have like the little, uh, oh my God, I just, oh my God, why did I just forget the name of the girl who sits there plugging the the plugs? Oh, we're, oh, oh, before that? We're way, we are talking about original telephone. We're like, I've got one of four made. You've got one of four made. And I've got a wire that fucking directly connects to your house, three houses down. And I'm like, Ashley! Screaming into the fucking phonograph. <laughs> Can you hear me? We're talking about an advanced version of a string and two paper cups. <laughs> basically. That's yeah. basically what the phone is when it starts. Gotcha. So, the, the operator. I remember the word. Just had to put that in there. (laughs) By the time that that happens, we have what's referred to as the bell system. And we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, But they are making like insane technological advances. And they're also buying up and creating a lot of um, subsidiary, subsidiary businesses. Subsidiary? Subsidiary. Thank you. I'm missing two letters in my handwriting because I had to write it with my left hand. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So I would just like to keep in mind, um, I am reading very well-researched notes that were written down by a sober Katie with her non-dominant hand. And I, as current Katie now, am intoxicated. So it's going to take a little bit. Uh, So they... The Bell, the Bell Phone Company that was created in 1877, which by 1886 had tons of companies, were creating, what's up, Gus? Did he figure out his animal? <laughs> Ashley, we already talked about that. So, I think I was, <laughs> I was just listening to one of you guys' podcasts, you know, and just came in with, you know, all the intelligence. Speak louder. Yeah, it's the microphone's right here. I said, I've been listening in, you know, just eavesdropping a little bit. <laughs> Katie is very fucking educated. Let me just fucking start by saying that. <laughs> and uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, she may be heading into the Bell South era. Yes. Big boot. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Oh my God. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I love that Gus uh, knows what's going on. Yeah, that was really exciting. Because I literally knew nothing about this. He knew. I had no idea. And that's super fucking cool. Because we're always the last to know, everyone. Remember that. Katie's smartest part. Call back. (laughs) I'm also very drunk right now. Sorry, Mom. Uh... I, I'm still at the beginning of my notes, guys. Ah, we're probably like, what? We're 30 minutes into recording? <laughs> this is fantastic. This is, this is exactly how the episode needs to be. The person who's teaching needs to be drunk. I'm just ripping off. LBP, don't judge us. What just a LBP. Love us. English teacher and senior year dean. We know you're listening and we love you. <laughs> I think about you all the time when I talk about how important words are. 
literally all the time. Okay. On Shang. Anyway. The phone is invented. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to start back with the beginning. <laughs> Katie's got jokes. Okay. So, like I said, the company is making like rapid moves in really improving the original old school ridiculous telephone to the point where they're buying patents for the carbon microphone designed by Edison or Tesla ripped off ideas. I don't fucking know. Like I said, a rich history in the invention of the telephone, guys. Because they're made been- Tesla. Yeah. So Nikola Tesla. No. Nikola Tesla. Uh, the inventor. He had, <laughs> he had patents stolen from him by Edison. So Edison could go fuck himself. Dang. I don't like, I have this. I love Nikola Tesla, so I fucking hate you, Thomas Edison. Maybe you should do an episode <laughs> about you. that. That'd be fucking dope. I would love to. Get drunk and tell us about it. All of that. Okay. Um, That's our motto. Get drunk and talk. <laughs> so they're making moves. And I would imagine that buying a patent made by um, the infamous Thomas Edison from the Western Union Bank is probably pretty fucking pricey. I'm also sure that it told me the price. Did I write it down? Absolutely not. Um, so sorry. I don't know how much they paid for that. So one of the companies that they owned was the American Telephone and Telegraph Company. And in, 19, in 1899, for quote-unquote business purposes, the American Telephone and Telegraph Company then became the company that owned the um, Bell Phone Company. Is that... Are we all on board? I'm tracking. It makes sense. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it took me a little while to figure to find why they bought it. But the American Telephone AT&T, American Telephone and Telegraph Company, that's what that stands for, in case you guys are curious. I had no idea that. that- I'm going to be honest. I knew it had to be like American Telephone something, but I didn't think Telegraph. Makes sense, though. Yeah. So that's where that comes from. Um, The reason that they were acquired, the reason that they acquired the Bell Phone Company was because they were registered as a business in a different state. And the Bell Company was registered in Massachusetts. And apparently they had super strict laws on um, companies with like a $10 million cap or something like that. So it restricted growth. They, like, couldn't make enough money in Massachusetts. That's very interesting. Yeah, something along those lines. Huh. Um, so they <clears throat> were acquired by a company that they already owned. They basically just, like, shuffled some shit around and put AT&T in charge. And before that had happened, AT&T was, like, strictly in charge of long-distance calls. But when I say long-distance calls... I'm not talking about, like, what we would think of now, like, calling Hong Kong real quick. I'm talking about, like, New York to Chicago, long distance. I remember. I can't see there. That's a long distance. Yep. Um, 
because those took like long cables and long stuff to like make that phone call um long things and stuff <laughs> long things and stuff so basically with the shuffling around of AT&T becoming in charge they became a straight up monopoly and they did not even try and fucking hide it oh okay nope everything's fine um in 1907 they made their slogan one policy one system universal (laughs) service okay they were just straight up like fuck everyone else it's gonna be us (laughs) no it's not at&t that's illegal we are the champions (laughs) which is just absolutely insane your service isn't that great right now. <laughs> Your service is not that fucking great. The three of us have it, and it kind of sucks. <laughs> and then in 1913, the feds kind of, like, looked over at AT&T and were like, mm, guys, yikes. Because at this point in time, they had been buying up small companies all over the place, and they were the company that started with the original fucking patent for the phone. So they owned as Gus mentioned, the, like, Southern Bell companies and Mm -hmm. all of the companies. And that's where the fucking operators come in. Because... Ah. Wow, Bell South. Okay. Yes. (laughs) That's that's me plugging. Those noises were me plugging and unplugging wires like an operator, guys. (laughs) Everyone's got the phone lines that link to their house. Those get back to the operator. You call them. That person links you to the correct wire. Do you guys remember your parents doing this? No. I, no, because I this was like the 40s, right? Wait. They had those operators in like the 40s. You can still call oper- like I remember operator. my parents calling like operators for like okay. phone numbers and stuff. Oh, um, you mean like at the yeah, payphone? Like, no, um, just like in general, like when I was a yeah. kid, when my parents didn't feel like looking shit up in the phone book, it was basically <laughs> like they would call a person and that person would look that shit up in the phone oh, book. Oh, yes. No, no, no. Okay. I'm I remember. talking like my parents would still like call for like people specifically. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah you could like, call someone in Chicago and be like, la, 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 lives in this city. And then they would have to like connect it to that city or whatever. I mean, they wouldn't use the wires to connect them, but they, but, yeah, you but know, they would do pretty much that. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. actual like wires, the girls that would sit there and change the wires and the thing, that was in like the 40s. And I know this because of my game LA Noir. <laughs> so that was in the 40s. Bless you. Whoa, excuse me. Oh, guys, hold on. I need- it was a cute sneeze. Oh, thank you. You're I welcome. BRB. Keep talking oh. about the Ford. <laughs> Keep talking about the Ford. No, Liz, I definitely remember what you're talking about. Yeah. I remember I definitely like, remember that. Times, like my dad always had to like operator. I need to speak to Eric Fuckface. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> Eric Fuckface. I will connect you to Eric Fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember those um those call collect commercials with a uh, yeah. carrot top in them yeah before he started to look weird as fuck <laughs> <laughs> just like down 
we're not. just rem- Kate. I don't know if Katie can hear me or not. Uh, we were just reminiscing over uh, those call collect commercials with Carrot Top in them. <laughs> Carrot Top is a terrifying individual. Yeah, he looks real scary right now. <laughs> he really fucking does. Okay. So AT&T is a monopoly and they fucking know it. And they're not even trying to pretend like they're not in 1907. 1913, AT&T is being looked at by the federal government. And they're like, guys, you're in charge of, of you're the one who pays all the girls who is fucking connecting all of the phones. Like, you guys control all of this. And not only because you guys are the company that fucking patented the phone because you guys own this company called Western Electric and they're the ones who provide the equipment for everything for fucking everything Ugh, the cables everything yeah which is really fucking scary and for some reason I didn't write down how they got out of that I don't know but come uh 1974 basically 70 years later a 70 year monopoly of AT&T controlling the telephones and think back to like all of the shows that we see or just like when we were a kid how much fucking money phone calls cost long distance don't call before this time and (laughs) yeah all of that shit like they were raking in billions of dollars in like times where that's an absurd amount of fucking money yeah so 1974 rolls along and the suit of the united states versus at&t comes in and they're like guys this is a fucking monopoly and this absolutely has to stop and at&t got like really fucking nervous that they were actually going to lose this case So in order to end that shit on their terms, which I both hate and respect, because, like, I also love to end shit on my terms, (laughs) um, they were like, all right, all right, all right, all right. We're going to break up local calls. Like, local companies can control local calls. We're in charge of long distance. That's our fucking thing. We're keeping this. And we are keeping Western Electric, which is the... Again, the company that supplies the equipment. You barely make money off of local cars. You barely make money. It's not They're even not, it's not even gonna it's not even gonna hurt them. That being said, <clears throat> their reduced book value was seventy percent. Their company lost book value of seventy fucking percent just by what? just by the things that they agreed to let go of. Wow. Which is a lot. That's a lot. lot. And I don't know what book value, like, I don't know, business terms. But 70% is a big number, guys. Yeah. I know that much. (laughs) I looked it up. The value of a security or asset as entered in a company's books. So that seems pretty fucking important. Ooh, okay. Book value refers to the total amount a company would be worth if it liquidated its assets and paid back all its liabilities. It so, can also... Ooh, 
sorry. <laughs> Hold on one second. It can also represent the value of a particular asset on the company's balance sheet after taking accumulated depreciation into account. So it sounds like that's what it was. They took account for the asset of local calls and all the other shit that they dropped, which I'm sure they dropped other things, it just isn't quite listed out. Um, and their market value decreased 70%. That being said, their companies still continue to thrive. Um, I mean, they kept long distance calls. Shocker. Mad <laughs> fucking money. Mm-hmm. We are going to flash forward about 40 years. Thirty years. Katie, learn how to do math. Two thousand five. <clears throat> they were acquired by the SBC Communications Company, but they dropped all of the SBC labeling and kept AT and T. But if you like, look at the company as a whole. Like AT and T people were gone, and SBC Communications people are like in. Okay, but they kept the AT&T name. But they name. kept AT&T name, and they kept all the AT&T logo. They kept the shit on, like, the NASDAQ. Like, the, it was a T, and they kept all of that. Yeah. Which sort of is, like, like I'm picturing it like a like a mafia takeover. They're just, like, and then they, like, put on their clothes and, like, slide into their positions, and they're, like, it's still us. Like, that's <laughs> how I picture it. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I am at. Um... Oh, shit. Wait, rewind in time? 1996. <laughs> they purchased the Turner TV Company. Okay. Which is TBS, TNT, CNN, um, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim. And Turner Classic Movies. And Turner Classic Movies. Um, and then in 2005, they were acquired by the SBC Communication. Blah, 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 blah. 2014, they acquired DirecTV. Um, and then in 2018, they acquired Time Warner, which we will get into more detail there. So that's the first contester in the <laughs> to go for the world. Just the fucking first. That's just AT and T. That's just AT and T. Next is Disney. Disney. Their history does not go as far back as the telephone being invented. <laughs> but it does go back to um, the 1920s, October 16th, which as of October 16th, 57, that was my mom's birthday. But in the 20s, it wasn't her birthday yet. <laughs> Walt Disney and his brother Roy like start the Disney Brothers cartoon studio. Um, they start doing like, you know, all their Disney shit. Feel free to fucking look up the history of Disney. That's not what I'm here to talk to you about. By 1929, though, he just dropped it to Walt Disney Production, which makes me kind of laugh. He was like, "Yeah, fuck you, Roy," and just dropped it. He was like, "I'm the star here." <laughs> fucking Walt Disney. 1955, oh. Disneyland opens, and then 11 years later, he died, but had already purchased the land for the walt disney resort um oh wow so he never actually got to see his he never actually got to see epicot no wow that was the first one 
Snapchat. was the second one. Disneyland was first. Okay. Disneyland was first. I just want to remind everyone of that. As a proud I didn't know that. California okay. raised Disneyland was motherfucking first. I did not know that. He didn't, he didn't get to see that. He he saw Disneyland. He never got to see Disney World. That's sad. But he had already purchased the land for it before he had died. Okay. I know they keep like adding shit to it. Do they just have like a mad extra land? <laughs> I think they keep buying up more land, but I have no oh. idea. Okay. And 44 acres is a lot of land because that's what it's he had purchased. He had already purchased 44 acres in Florida for the Walt Disney Resort. Wow. Yeah. That place is amazing. Yeah, he kind of sucked, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we'll yeah. get into that one day. <laughs> um, fast forward. I'm not sure exactly how many years. His son-in-law starts uh, growing Disney into like, or the Disney company into new aspects. So he starts uh, Touchstone Productions, which is like, yeah, they did like Dead Poets Society. Yeah. It's a great movie. His goal was like really to start doing movies for like grownups, you know, because they got like Mickey Mouse and they're like doing all their Disney shit. Um. I did not know that Touchstone was a part of Disney. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah. I didn't know. There's I didn't know so that I can, there's so many movies that, that you've seen with like the Touchstone logo. Yeah, yeah they're all over the place because they're Disney. Disney. <laughs> By '84, a new guy took over. Um, his name was Michael Eisner. And that's when he expanded it to Hollywood Pictures and Miramax. Nice. Um, so they really, or he really, continued to expand the Disney empire to a new level. And Miramax was sold off in 2012. Okay. Um, to who? I don't know. Do we know? <laughs> I should know. I read it, but I didn't write it down. So I'm not sure. Oh, hey, it was Siri. Um, it was individual investors. <laughs> okay. I was going to be like, hey, Siri, who is it? <laughs> so individual investors, which makes me think that people just like bought it and were like, this is its own thing now. Like, fuck yeah. you, Disney. I'm sure they didn't say fuck you, Disney, but. They're like, out. thank you, Disney. Thanks, yeah. Disney. But also, like, this is mine now. Uh, <laughs> So at that point, they're like, I don't want to say monopolizing things because obviously there are other companies that are making movies. But like, they're, I don't know, kind of dominating is a better word. Children's movies and children's television shows. Um, You know, it's not quite the like early 90s. It's not quite Little Mermaid Aladdin time. But Snow White, like, fucking rocked people's worlds. Making yeah. movies, people went fucking apeshit over that mess. <laughs> like, it's people out of control. People still go apeshit over that mouse. People go apeshit over that racist little mouse. It's <laughs> insane. Sorry, Disney. I don't know why I'm talking shit, because I do really love you. Yeah. I have the Mickey Mouse face watch on my Apple Watch. I don't mean to talk shit. Aww. I'm a little bit drunk right now. <laughs> um, 
we should never forget the little bit of racism that was there. We should so. never oh, forget the, yeah. the racism and anti-Semitism that and existed. Yeah. I don't know if y'all have been in like uh, the small little world or a small. Oh, it's a small. World. It's a small world after all. It's very <laughs> racist. I God, not like, since I was a child. What's going? Consider there is, yourself fortunate. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, go on. <laughs> Okay, so it was 1984 when Michael Eisner had taken over Disney. It's a good year. It also seemed <laughs> really controversial. Feel free to fucking look into that on yourself. Sorry, guys. Um, that's when Disney kind of started up, like, bink, 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 picking up different things. So in 19, 1993 is when. Miramax was like really a big thing and they like officially owned all of it. They had bought it, the rest of it from Ron Miller for $60 million. 1995, they purchased Capital Cities, which is like ABC and ESPN. And like they purchased that for $19 billion. 19 God, that is million a ridiculous dollars. amount of money. Yeah. Um, here's a nice little nice little throwback for you in 2004 they purchased bear in the big blue house and the muppets for 75 million dollars what yeah oh bear in the big blue house was so good um so then you can just kind of how much money you're talking about hold on i just want to like really point that out this isn't even fucking close to the most amount of money that we're gonna end that with their big merger, which will then take us into the second chapter of this episode. You which, honest to God, after the second chapter, I might have us like record an ending to this episode and then do an episode two intro. Okay. The third and fourth chapters. Um. So yeah, bought the Muppets and Bear in the Big Blue House. They bought fucking Pixar in two thousand six for seven point four billion dollars. 2009 they bought marvel again in 2009 they bought 30 percent of hulu just on their own which comes important later they bought marvel in 2009 yeah but we only like learned about it recently oh like i did that's the year we graduated from high school that was 10 years ago what? what? I didn't know that. Is that a yep. timeout? I do want to say though, back to recording. I do want to say though that it I think it was in some places. Not like mainstream. I'm not positive about that. When I fucking 2009, I wasn't reading the news. I was 18. I'm worried about fucking getting my nose pierced. Yeah, exactly. So, also in 2009, they just on their own purchased 30% of Hulu, which comes into play later. They purchased a bunch of other things that I mean absolutely nothing to me. Um, um, pause for a second again. Hulu was around in 2009. Yeah, right? Yeah. Holy shit. Like, what? I Netflix. I only learned about Hulu like a couple years ago. Right? I used Hulu in college. What? Yes. 
what the fuck my mind is blown shook dude i've been watching i've been watching community on hulu for almost as long as i've had a car i had no idea yeah yeah i'm shook i want to say at one point in time i remember watching the pilot episode of glee on hulu whoa yeah wow yeah dude uh yeah hulu's been around hulu and i go way back hair flip I was oh like God. the first to know about Hulu when it was like super underground and I was watching Glee on yes, it. I, Oh my God. Facebook before anyone else did. You're I was faking so hipster. a college email when I needed to use Facebook. Uh, <laughs> for some reason I'm starting to get into like drunk girl bathroom talk but I'm not that. I just... I was just a little bit drunker than I thought it was gonna be, um, but I'm actually not that drunk, so I don't know why I'm slipping into that voice for some reason. Because it's fun. Because it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's like when Karen on MFM does like drunk Karen. <laughs> I love that so much. Me too. And I'm so fucking happy. But see, she for some reason always goes to tell secrets, and I'm mm. a teller. I'm a complimenter. Yes. I just really need you to know that I wish I could do my makeup as good as you do it. Like, <laughs> I saw you when you came into the room, and I was just like, that girl has, like, the best makeup. That's, that's me. But that's the best. <laughs> I'm a compliment. That's why girls' bathrooms are so much fun at places. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what takes us so long, long guys. We're complimenting each other because we're, we're just compliment- We're just hyping each other up. Yeah, that's and literally what it is. If you run into Karen from My Favorite Murder, she's telling you secrets. So, <laughs> what a fucking adventure the bathroom is. So, anyway. Hulu existed in two thousand nine. <laughs> 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 um, flash forward two thousand twelve, they bought Lucasfilm, which in parentheses Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. They purchased Star Wars for four point oh six yes. billion dollars. What? what? Yeah. Damn. George Lucas is rolling in the dough. Yes. I mean, he should be. Um, Does he still get royalties off of them? Probably. No, yeah. Disney owns the royalties now. Oh, really? Oh. That's, I'm pretty sure that's what you purchase. Okay. Like, that's what you're you're purchasing the rights you're purchasing the royalties that's how you do merch okay you know okay. you're like here's 4.06 billion dollars this thing that you made look at me look at me that's mine now <laughs> that's how it works okay <laughs> look at me look at me mine. look at me this is mine i made this is how it goes um and then their biggest merger is a 21st Century Fox in, that was recently passed this year. Do you guys want to know, or do you guys want to guess how much money they spent on 21st Century Fox? Four. <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm slightly dying. 
Hold on. What was, your, what, what was your guess, Liz? Seven million. So, so right, I just want to remind get, you what they've purchased other things for. Seven in the billions. Billion for Pixar. Oh. Okay. I have a guess. <laughs> okay. Casually dying. Um, my guess is thirty bill. Okay. Eighty bill. Okay. Seventy-one point three billion dollars. Oh, oh, Liz, you were so close. You were close. You were only nine <laughs> billion dollars off. Only nine. Only nine billion. Um, and that is the big merger that really puts AT and T, or really puts Disney into the contesting of who is going to take over the world. Last but not least, we have honorable mention Comcast because for a while Comcast like really tried, like they really tried for a second to buy Time Warner, but AT&T won out and they like tried real hard for a second to buy 20th Century Fox, but like Disney won out. Um, Interestingly enough, they for a hot second tried to straight up buy Disney Huh. But Disney was like, go fuck yourself, no. What? Yeah. So Comcast comes in late in the game, 1963. But don't rule them out just yet, guys. Okay. They are a powerful, powerful group. Um, and they were like straight up just a cable network. Started in Mississippi. They're providing cable. They're kind of laying low. 2002, they're buying eight, an aspect of AT&T known as AT&T Broadband, which is their cable, yeah. part of AT&T's cable, which okay. puts them as the largest cable provider in the U.S. Shit. Which they're going from like starting in 1963 to rapidly becoming the largest cable provider in the U.S. in 2002. It's pretty amazing. Which Dude. is pretty fucking amazing. Cable's like yeah. a real big fucking deal. It's 2002. There's not much else going on. Freedom fries. It's 2002. <laughs> American flags on everything, even though it's against flag code. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> While all of this was happening, they were purchasing small companies that owned pretty big fucking shit. 1996, all I wrote down was sports stuff. Comcast started trying to do its own sports thing. I'm not quite sure what that means. My drunk (laughs) friend doesn't remember it because it's filed under sports stuff. Shit that I don't care about. But then in 97... Comcast purchases the controlling amount in e-entertainment. Oh, wow. That's fucking Comcast. Like, my parents love that. (laughs) uh, There's, he has a Snapchat that I definitely look at. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, Although they do a lot of talking. And I'm not on Snapchat to watch fucking videos. It's for pictures, E. Get it together. <laughs> if I wanted to watch someone narrating what was happening, I would watch television. This is for Snapchat. 
throw five to 12 words up on a fucking picture and you're done. Okay. 2001. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, purchased Golf Channel, which nice. is big amongst white dudes. <laughs> Shocker. Shocker. Um, I, that's not a real statistic. I'm just saying from personal experience. Hey, big my amongst white dudes, 45 and up. Um, in 2005, they like partnered up with Sony and bought MGM Studios. I don't know what a partnership in buying MGM Studios looks like. Like, I don't know if they were like for sale and these were like two buddies here's like i have five million dollars what do you have like i've got we'll split it don't tell mom or if this was like you know like i'm not sure how that all played out but they were partnered and that's what my research says um by 2013 comcast had purchased and now owns fully NBC Universal. They like bought all of it from GE. Ooh. Which I don't know if you guys watch 30 Rock. Yes. But like GE, like the microwave and the oven people. Those, oh, yeah, yeah, those yeah. people legitimately owned NBC. What? Like that was a real thing. Yeah. Huh. That company owned NBC. Um, wow. And then Comcast bought it from them again comcast that means comcast is getting their own uh streaming service because nbc is having their own again comcast already the largest cable company operating in the u.s now owns nbc one of the most watched networks yep at one point in time, Disney was like not doing so great because a lot of these businesses have like a lot of debt. And that's not oh, something I've really? brought up by any means because I don't know how shit works. But when you buy out one of these companies, you also acquire their debt. So if like you're a really successful business, you're acquiring this company's debt. And at one point in time, all hey, of these it's companies. Like when you buy. Uh, Gus, I hope I'm saying this right. It's like when you, um, an, an NFL team acquires a new player. They have to, whatever that contract was with the past NFL team, the new team has to finish it out, pay it out. Exactly. Yep. You want to cancel yourself. You want to move in the middle of a lease. You have to pay what's left of yep. the lease or sublet. Crazy. So, okay. A lot of these companies operate with a lot of debt, like kind of an insane amount of debt. And some of these companies, when they acquired each other, had like hundreds of billions of dollars of debt. But when you're also a company that's worth and making $80 billion a year, you're essentially $20 in debt. You know, it gets... (laughs) It doesn't, it doesn't really translate over. So at one point in time when Disney was like not doing so great, and I'm not sure on the year, Comcast was like, you know, Disney, we'll buy you. And Disney was like, fuck off. 
were fine. And then, you know, they started purchasing everything. So (laughs) they're obviously fine. And then in 2016, Comcast purchased DreamWorks. So that was the big merger that put Comcast as an honorable mention in this who the fuck is going to take over the world? And I'm I'm not going to lie, some of those DreamWorks movies can definitely rival the Disney movies. Definitely. I was about to say I remember like a solid amount of DreamWorks movies. They were not only when I was a kid. The content that they're busting out is great. Yeah. But on like a a zooming out scale, the bigger issue is that they are both content and distribution. As well as AT&T and Disney, now that they have their streaming services, are both content and minorly minorly distribution because they don't provide internet service the same way that AT&T and Comcast do so originally this conversation was just AT&T and just Comcast but then because of com or just AT&T and Disney but then because of Comcast's like content and distribution I felt obligated to bring them into the conversation because I feel like I wouldn't be really looking at the whole picture without them I like that you brought it in. Yeah, I'm glad you did. So, chapter two. Sorry, guys. <laughs> this is totally going to be a fucking <clears throat> two-parter episode, and it's barely going to be edited. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> chapter two is big merger highlights, because this is where things start getting really, really intense. As I said, AT&T purchased Time Warner. Um... Comcast purchased DreamWorks and Disney, more importantly than Comcast purchasing DreamWorks, Disney purchased 20th Century Fox, which gave them a lot of fucking shit and a lot of control of Hulu. So as I said earlier, Disney on their own purchased 30% control of Hulu. Then they bought the company, the fucking parent company of Hulu. And then the rest of Comcast's stake in Hulu. And I don't know why now that Disney has their own streaming service. Or like how Comcast let that go. Or why let that go. Yeah. But Comcast, That's interesting. Comcast has some good shit to it. They've got, you know, their own things going on. And when you are the people who are providing cable and providing internet, does it really fucking matter if you have Hulu? You make it so that people can watch Hulu. So that's where a lot of things really start to come into play for me because a lot of these companies are controlling, like, way too many fucking players in the game for me. I feel like... I feel like the very like basic little shit that I know about business, this stuff shouldn't be possible. It was not that long ago that the government came in and was like, yo, what up AT&T? You control way too many things. How yeah, like how did they get away with it for so long? How did they get away with it for so long? And I'm going to pull up a list now of 
some of the things that AT&T purchased or some of the things that AT&T got when they purchased Time Warner. Because again, they were already involved in the system that was providing long distance calls, which is kind of the basis for how we get internet now. Yeah. Um, While this loads, we're going to talk about AT&T's internet power. Feel free to look into how the internet works. It's super fascinating. I can try and explain it to you. I don't fully understand it, but what I do understand is that there are two tiers of internet providers. Tier one, they're like the straight up people who own the like literal cable wires. They're like pulse the light and like do the fucking, send the information. They're like do the internet shit. <laughs> AT&T, Verizon, and, like, the internet backbone. Feel free to fucking Wikipedia that. Um, (laughs) AT&T is a tier one internet provider. So they, like, rent shit to Comcast, Time Warner, all of those people. um, So that they can get the internet to, like, us and our computers. Yeah. But then AT&T just fucking straight up bought Time Warner. So not only is AT&T owning a company that's tier one, renting the internet, they're renting it partially to themselves in some places. Interesting. How is that legal? Yeah, what? That's so confusing. So there's one option where it's just totally cheap for them, which is then going to lower the rates for AT&T's internet and then fuck with these other businesses. Huh. That's like the issue. That's That right there is the sole issue with monopolies. Yeah. I don't know if you guys... I don't know what you guys know about business monopolies, but that's the issue right there. Is that if you own too much of it, your shit can be real cheap. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what's fucking happening. Oh my god. They can just completely they can just completely dominate the game there. And then when you look at the way that internet is actually set up for tier two companies or whatever, according to the FCC, 30% of the American population doesn't even have a choice in what internet provider they use. Yes. Okay. Like how I have to have optimum where I live. I can't have anything else. There's nothing else available to you. Yep. Which is absolutely insane. And yet, uh, go ahead. Spectrum, and then there's like a certain AT&T U-verse package. And then direct. Huh. Huh. If I don't do the U-verse. Because direct TV and AT&T are the same thing. I was just, I was literally just about to get into that. The other option for you to have in certain areas where all of these other things, so like if you can't have just your cable shit, then you can have satellite TV, which is direct TV. AT&T bought direct TV. Wow. In 2014, (laughs) one of their biggest competitors. And... When this big Time Warner merger happened, at one point, the government was like, look, you guys either need to give up 
DirecTV, or you guys need to give up the Turner Turner TV. Like it's one or the other because you guys just own too much. And AT and T filed a lawsuit and was basically like, "Don't fuck yourself." Both moved up, and they refused to do it, and they didn't have to. So AT&T <clears throat> now owns DirecTV, Turner, which is CNN, TNT, TBS, Warner Brothers Studios, and HBO. Wow. They are both content and distribution because, again, they devalued their company 70% way back in the 80s to hold on to Western Electric in order to be the people that was like, we're going to give you internet and cable, but you have to pay us $30 a month to rent this equipment from us. Mm. Go fuck yourself. You can pay $30 a month and an extra five on top for a fucking remote. You dicks. <laughs> you bag of dicks. You bag of fucking dicks. Or, as I just heard on the newest episode of uh, Morbid, um, <laughs> wet lettuce. Mm. <laughs> your wet lettuce. Hey, that's so descriptive. I fucking love that. <laughs> wet lettuce is. I was just listening to it on the way home. It was a listener tale, and the listener tale wrote that, and it was really funny. I like to and go. I, with, um, I love that insult. I like to go with you. Smell like eggs. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> that's a good one yes it's also really disarming like what the fuck <laughs> it's not like eggs <laughs> um a co-worker Lindsay, Lindsay told me about that okay Disney Disney's big merger that happened recently is the 21st Century Fox that took down like there were like four big Consolidated media giants. 21st Century Fox, Disney, Viacom, and CBS. Then Disney just straight up fucking ate 21st Century Fox. This is mine now. Look at me. Look at me. This is mine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's absolutely insane the things that came with that. So at first... I was like, Disney motherfucking owns Fox News? And this shit is still what it is? They don't own Fox News. Oh. Fox News is still chilling with Murdoch. Okay. He still owns that, so fucking whatever. And they also still own Fox Sports. Okay. And I think that- I was going to be disappointed as hell if Disney owned Fox News and it was still the shit that it is right now. <laughs> exactly. That being said, Disney has a really interesting, not interesting, Disney has a habit of separating things from their logo. Like from their like Disney. Ding ding. That's the, the shiny noise. <laughs> um, so like for example, with this merger, they fucking own Deadpool now. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna come out with for sure gonna fucking come out with Marvel's Deadpool. But it's always going to be under Marvel because Marvel is a separate entity from like Disney's Snow White. Ding ding. Uh, 
because Disney shines, man. They're like family shit, which is yeah. why Disneyland has like all of those goddamn rules. And it's absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Um, and then Comcast linked up with DreamWorks, honorable Ooh. mention. So these two things are like both providing content and how you get that content. And that's a really scary thing and something that the founding fathers were hella against because it's a really good way to control the population. Yeah. In part two of this episode, I'm going to get into why with recent laws of our government, that is totally possible. And then I'm going to have us all take out our tinfoil and instruct us how to make some goddamn hats. And we're going to talk about some shit. And some conspiracies <laughs> that I have no factual proof on for the love of fucking God. AT&T, Disney, and Comcast, please don't sue me. I'm just a drunk white girl. I promise I have no power here. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed part one. It's Yay! barely edited. Um, I'm fucking dying to hear the rest of Gus's answer. So before we end this episode, <laughs> we will allow you guys to hear that also. Gus. Gus, Gus. We need the description. We need the description. Tell us the rest of your animal, please. Get your ass over here. Animal. <laughs> what Ashley animal, said. Andale, andale. Where is he? Oh, <laughs> she just whistled at him. Oh, no, I was whistling at Fifi. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gus. What is the description of your animal? They can't see half your face. It looks like you're dead. All right, so. Of course, the bottom is still horse, like stallion. Like. Stallion. The top, it's like a mixture. I can't decide if it's going to be like a dinosaur where I can have like limbs that actually work or if it'll be like a shark that can like live underwater. You know? Interesting. So you basically want a crocodile with horse legs. Yeah. Yes. Because the crocs got the arms. Exactly. (laughs) That's terrifying and I love it. It runs so fast on land. Right? I'm telling you. Slide. (laughs) And like horses are really good at the zigzag motion, you know? which crocodiles are not. So that whole thing where they're like, oh, running zigzags. And it's not yep. going yeah. to work. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Okay. That's amazing. Can you imagine a horse with the crocodiles? Like, right? It would be fucking terrifying. I would, be, <laughs> I would not know what to do. <laughs> you would not, you would not live. You would not live. <laughs> no. They would take if over you encountered the world. one. Oh my god. They might completely destroy the food chain. Oh I'm yeah. <laughs> like I'm running high speed just chopping. <laughs> Crazy. I love that. Oh my god. Amazing. Katie? No. Katie is like a, a giant Saint Bernard, like Clifford. Uh no, <laughs> like St. Bernard. Clifford. St. Bernard and Giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> with me. With its big purple tongue. Amazing. I'm like, how many times does their neck curl around their body? Does it fully curl? That's legit oh. questions. 
it's like a vertebrae in there. So I don't think it could go all the way, but pretty far. I would give it better legs though. So it can like jump better and stuff. Oh, definitely. You know, cause it has like little toothpicks legs. Yeah. <laughs> I would give it some like dog joints. Yes. In a way that would like make it a little bit easier for it to do yeah. shit. A thick giraffe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love it. Well, thank you for blessing us with that, Gus. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> he just sprinkled some salt on it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed part one of this. Thanks for listening. Ooh. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Follow us online. Bye. Bye.